Mate, all right, another massive weekend done and dusted. I don't know about you, but I had a massive night Saturday night. It was um, a bit sickening, but that's okay. We recovered. I had I've gotten to a bit of a routine now. I've got uni on Mondays, so I don't have to start uni till 12 either, which is good. Lovely. We love that. So I get that sort of, I can either go to the gym or I can just sleep in. Um, so it's been good. What did you get up to over the weekend? I went the triple header, mate. I thought those days were behind me, but I went Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, yeah, it's Tuesday over now. I'm still sort of recovering. The trifecta. Um, did the trifecta. There was no trifectas on Saturday during the day, I'll tell you that much, but there we did the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, mate. Tell you what, I would have been stoked to just get a roving banking trifecta on the weekend. <laughs> I couldn't climb on the other place. So <laughs> but that's okay. We bounced back. Um, we're going to do a little bit of a review. So we're going to do this every week um, on a Tuesday, maybe post it on a Wednesday. Just a good opportunity to go through and have a look at either the horses we backed that didn't run well, did run well, and then maybe hopefully find some hidden gems for some future winners and line them up with some races. Um, just want to mention a race that we didn't cover at Ramwick, um, which I, I just brutality came back and I thought was fantastic. So that would be just just a little one that I'd want to keep a watch on. But it was a, it was a heavy 10 at Ramwick. And I tell you what, if the ratings went up to 12, it probably would have been there and thereabouts too. So what did you take out of the meeting? Look, I thought Ramwick itself, the track actually held up pretty well, considering the, the downpour that it copped during the week. Um, you know, heavy 10, but could have been bottomless. I, didn't, I wouldn't say it was bottomless. So I'm actually surprised at how well it held up. And you saw even, you know, Ellsberg get up on the fence, TC. So the, the fence wasn't off at the end of the day even though TC tried to repeat the dose on Colette. But um, I think we're going to get into that later. So we'll go from there. But as far as horses to follow, I had a couple. So the big flashing lights were She's Ideal in the uh, very elegant race in the Chipping Norton. was massive um, second up. Didn't really do much first up, but, you know, excels in the wet. So as soon as she found that wet track, she was massive. Um, got a really nice toe into the race behind Very Elegant there as well. The other one was the was the next race, Startantes. Um, excellent resumption. Um, almost looked like it won the race and lost the photo, almost. So um, in front, everywhere but the post. So massive run from it. I'd follow both of those going forward. Awesome. Um, so Guy Walter, we'll kick it off with that. So it was race six. I tipped Promise of Success and you tipped Ice Bath without being awfully fucking keen on the price, as you said. What did you say? What was your quote? Oh, look, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have touched it at the price, and I think it sort of held held the quote for most of the day. So, yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's jumped two dollars. Um, I couldn't have been with it, and I ended up feeling like I made the right call. So, anyway, for Bin Love, she was bloody good, wasn't she? And good Demol- wet form. Demolished them. Demolished them. Like, a bit disappointed with myself. I didn't see that um, beautiful setup from the Freedmans. I had a really nice first up run, and then that trial in between. So, you know, it was rock hard fit. Um, crying out for the wet track. I think for the most day, uh, you, you saw most of the fit horses and the best rides win the race. So Bowman gave it an ultimate steer, but at the end of the day, the horse is too good and just destroyed them. For sure. Pays 650 as well. So price. I still think, I'm, I don't know if this is just talking through my tip, but I thought Promise of Success is still one to follow out of that race. I thought it was fantastic. I thought it's just one of those horses that actually loves to race. And I don't know. I think there's a race for it. I'm not sure what level she'll get to, but... I think I think it's a it's a promising horse. We move on to the Chipping Norton and fuck me dead. She's just like I actually can't really catch her and I love her. Like I'm is she here's a question. Is she as good as Sunline? Is she on the same level as Sunline? Is that the 
Is that the comparison now? It's, it's a tough one because the same figures and data that we've got today, we didn't have back when these ultimate horses, you know, your Kingston Towns, your Sunlines, they're just, they're, there's not that comparison to go to. So you're pretty much just going off your eye test. If you look at the eye, you'd say no, because she just seems to travel awkwardly. She doesn't really demolish, you know, dominate the way those sort of horses did. But um, she just tries her hardest. She's a champion. If you love racing, you love her at the end of the day. So they've run, I think they've run a couple of lengths above benchmark in this race. She's, that's well within her range. She almost did it easy in the end. Another great ride from J-Mac. Just had her on the three wide trail. Had plenty of cover coming in and was just way too good. For sure. She... That Queen Elizabeth is just exciting. It's really, really starting to get exciting for me. Um, you sp- mentioned one before, she's ideal, who ran second, and I actually thought was going to go past her, silly me, for a little bit, um, which is <laughs> very elegant, found half a length when she came up beside her. But she's ideal, fantastic run. Tancred, is is that Ranvet? What is that the sort of path you see? Yeah, I'm thinking they're going to, the grand final for She's Idea will be the Tancred, fourth up, um, 2,400 metres. They're probably doing a rain dance, hoping for it heavy as possible um, because, yeah, she'll be a massive chance there. But even third up, I think if you get a price about her, it's worth going each way again. For sure. You could say that that would be ideal. Um, that is shit house. Uh, <laughs> race eight, um, a bit sick about this one. I actually didn't mind this horse leading in and it was 26 into 10. Waller gets a $2 shot, a $4 shot, and he has a $26 shot. And which one wins, Jackson? The old 26, mate. The old filthy stable, mate. So hinged wins with a nice wet record. Um, Brenton, happy for Brenton, comes back and rides a group one winner within a week or two of coming back. Um, it was the top two, wasn't it, really? Like hinged and Startons gap the field in a way. I thought Startons was good after being a little bit disappointing in her last preparation after promising a bit. So good to see her come back and do her thing. Obviously, they were good, but I think we, what everyone's interested in, Espiona, Fangirl, like what's, where's the jury at for you? I'll start with Espiona. I'm not dropping off yet. A couple of reasons. So got a, got a long way back. Um, just never seemed to settle in the run as well. If you, if you go back and watch the replay, it sort of had the head on the side. I'm not sure it actually enjoys going that way. It might be more of a Melbourne horse where they go sort of anti-clockwise. So Maybe that might be the key to, to getting the best out of it. I'm not dropping off yet. Still, obviously, a lot of talent there. And the other thing as well is that it was his first look at a heavy 10. So can't be too, can't be too hard on it. Obviously, would have liked to see it finish closer, especially starting evens. Um, but yeah, not going to be too harsh. Fangirl ran well, just got way too far back and, and sort of flashed home again. She's just an Oaks horse, isn't she, Fangirl? If she can spot get on. there. Yeah, I, think that's, I think she, she just has the Oaks in her hands if she wants it, if, if that's where they take her. Um, that's it for Ramwick. Were there any other hidden gems that you found at Ramwick? Um, I, I was pretty much strict to those races for my betting. I didn't mind Brutality's run, as mentioned before, but yourself obviously found Gravina, mate, which is fantastic. Yeah, Gravina eventually caught the bastard. Um, Nash, <laughs> Nash just gave it the ultimate ride. I'm going to sound like a broken record. You know, the best rides usually do win. Um, just gave, gave it the ultimate ride and was, was too good for that lot in the end. But yeah, other, other than that, the, I'm always weary with going forward with the heavy 10. Um, don't want to take too much out of it because a lot of these horses are run into a good track. Fantastic, mate. All right, well, that's the end for, for Ram Week. We move down south where we go from a good, sorry, a heavy 10 to a good three. Would you believe it? So um, it was pretty tough trying to alter form. You sort of found yourself looking at different things and getting it wrong. So... We sort of declared Cascadian and 
I wouldn't say it was convincing. It was a ride. It was a gun ride by Ollie, but I don't know. You can only win. So I thought there wasn't enough class in the race. We both did, and there really wasn't, to be honest. A dollar ninety-five looks a steal in in the in the in the in the blinkers. What do you think? Yeah, you'd definitely like him to win a bit easier. Um, Ollie, ultimate ride. He's just the best when he's when he's stuck in that box seat. He just seems to find those little gaps and be able to push through. So gave it every chance. Did what it needed to, got the job done. I think if it didn't win, it would might be in the uh, you know the life band book. It could be in the C for me. So um, he's a yeah. cat. He is a cat. He he doesn't want to he doesn't want to put them away. Put it that way. He needs to be presented about two hundred out and just sort of fall in. So that's what I think of him. Um, I'm not sure I'm going to follow him going forward. But fuck me, dead if he didn't win on Saturday, um, it could have been in the C. Yeah, I think I would have sold this laptop. I'm doing the zoom on to be honest, but didn't so. Race six, group one, Futurity, Sierra Sue. I just, I've always thought that this horse was not group one quality, albeit this is a second group one win. Um, I couldn't have found it. No, nah, I didn't find it. Um, again, top ride, John Allen, presented at the perfect time, had him swinging, sat just behind the speed, um, and everything just seemed to open up. It was like the Red Sea opened up for, for Sierra Sue, but... She was great. Um, she set, it, set a new PB, 2.4 above benchmark. So super run. That's probably where she's at. I'm not sure she can elevate off that. A couple of horses that were in behind. So Tefane um, obviously had that really good run first up and just sort of peaked on her conditioning. Didn't have really much left to give. She was a bit flat. Might be able to bounce back. Um, Mawanga, just really not sure what Jamie Carr was doing there. Um, the, horse, the horse bounced third. You're in a group one. Um, arguably the most talented horse in the race. You've got an opportunity to pick up a group one. You bounce third and at the 600, you know where she was, Ned? Where is she? <laughs> she was stone motherless, mate. <laughs> There's one of two things that, that, that could explain that. So number one, she's riding to instruction. So Annabelle Nisham might have said, look, it's a first up run, just uh, energy conserve, leave him out the I, back. Sort of I don't believe that for a second. Either do you. I don't believe it because the horse ran super first up last prep and beat very elegant in a group one. So I can't imagine that would be the tactics. And option two is pilot error. Um, and fuck me, dead. that was pilot error. <laughs> that was literally all system shut down. And the way he hit the line, you just got to, you got to feel sorry for the punters that backed Mwanga. So definitely. And the, the, the issue with him is like, you can get sucked in and go, Oh, look, he's, he's super the last two, 400 meters and you can get sucked into that next start. But I think the other thing as well is they're aiming too high with him. He, he's probably not that elite level group one where he can run into a very elegant or a Zaki or an incentivize and actually beat them or be competitive. He's probably just below that. So I'm not going to get sucked in with him anymore. It's, it's just one of those things where he's probably hit his peak and we've seen the best of him. Um, and just sort of try and get a group two that, or, or a soft group one for him down the line somewhere. I've found my all-star mile horse, and I've found, I think, my favourite horse that didn't run in the top four of this race, and he's the horse I backed and I tipped. I'm thunderstruck. This horse will win an all-star mile. I'm saying it now. Throw the red alarms around. This horse wins the all-star mile. I'm convinced. He didn't get out of second gear on the weekend, couldn't get a run, and still was jog trotting over, jog trotting over the line. This is 
this is a serious horse. He's he's got a lot of talent. There's no doubt about it. He the the biggest negative with him, um, just as a racehorse, is his pattern. He just always gets back last. He's one dimensional, but he's just got that booming last six hundred finish, which we've seen. Um, so yeah, look, I, I, I can't argue with that at all. I would still be with Zaki if you were to ask me now who would win the the All Star Mile. I don't know if any of these horses will get close to it, but the thing with I'm Thunderstruck is once you get up to a mile, he's just a different horse, completely different horse. For sure. The two-year-olds went around as well. Um, yeah, $21, Dormier. Friedman's have now won three of the last four diamonds, so well done to them. Um, they obviously do a really good job at setting these horses. I didn't find Dormier. I don't know what you thought. I thought in behind. I thought Revolutionary was... Revolutionary Miss was pretty good. Um, the one that I'm just sick about was seven. I don't know if he could have won, but it didn't get much of an opportunity. Yeah, look, oh, seven was, was stiff. There's no doubt about it, but I'm sort of treating this race and all these horses in one big basket and just going, you know what? It's a blue diamond. These horses haven't broken benchmark as far as the time. You're going to probably see a bunch of much better horses come out on Saturday and run for a quarter of the prize money. So that's, that's what I've got to say about all this here. Um, best ride won the race, but I think they're all pretty similar as far as talent goes. Sebenak might be a nice one going forward. Jack and O, Revolutionary Miss, all ran well. Best ride won it, but at the end of the day, they haven't broken benchmark. And this is a, this is a group one sort of massive group, group one for the two-year-olds, and they can't even break benchmark. So I wouldn't be following any of these horses going forward. There you go. It's a fair statement saying that in the, in a Group One race they couldn't even break benchmark. It's not good signs, but there are good two-year-olds getting around that didn't run in this race as well, and I'm sure there's plenty more to come too. Um, and then the final Group One for the day was the Oakley Plate, and too good, Murabi. Simple as that. Yeah, there's there's obviously a couple of other factors. Great ride again. Um, I thought it was so good for, for Ben Allen to just take a sit this time. Well, not necessarily take a sit, but let Malkovich go off and just go berserk and not try and get in that speed in battle and get caught into that. That's that's what I thought might have brought it undone, but Ben Allen was just too good on the day. And the horse was able to give a kick off that fast speed, which is just one of the best components you can have as a horse. So if it can then stretch that out to 1,200, it obviously does have a few wins at 1,200, but you'll, you'll start to see it competitive in things like a TJ Smith or even an Everest. So don't be surprised to see it there. Horse was outstanding on the day. They've gone almost four lengths above benchmark, which was one of the best performances of the weekend. Um, yeah, you've you, you got to be happy with it going forward. There you go. And two, two things I want to mention, away game. Um, something I missed during the week is the last time Mirabi and away game met, Mirabi had beaten away game by a length. And away game had 58 and Mirabi had 54 that day, beat it by a length. Away game actually came down to 52 kilos. So it was a six and a half kilo weight swing. I probably didn't see it as the Quinella horse, but in hindsight, and it's a fucking beautiful thing in, in racing, but in hindsight, it probably it probably did get in really well at the weights and a good opportunity for it to run, to run well there. And Minaj, the one I backed as well, um, went back and watched the stewards vision, just couldn't understand why she didn't go an inch. Um, jumped okay and then... I just thought it didn't go an inch. Went back and watched. Copped a massive bump from General Bow. Nearly went straight through the fence at about the 800, 700. Took the complete wind out of her sails. And she, I thought it, she actually, her last two or 300 were really good. So 
if she comes out of the run okay, I still want to follow her. Yeah, I wouldn't jump off Minaj. I actually listened to the to the uh, the jockeys camera after. Um, they sort of go around and just ask the ask the jockeys how the horse went. Kerry McAvoy actually said, I think this is word for word. He said, um, we got smashed into the fence by cowboys. So yeah. read into that what you will, but it sounds like he got chopped out by General Bo, like he said, and that was the end of his race. So don't read too much into that and try and forgive going forward. Anything else at Caulfield, mate? Did you, was there anything you found? Fucking defibrillate. Seriously, I needed a defibrillator when I found out that it won. Yep. Yeah, man. I th- everyone just piled into that Waller thing late. Went into a dollar eighty-five, and then you know defibrillates the class of the field. At the end of the day, everyone forgets, don't they? They just see Chris Waller, um, you know, money, market support, and then old Paddy Payne with defibrillate. Good, really good meetings. I was stoked with the way that um, Caulfield raced, and as you said before, ran we held up pretty well. We've got a massive weekend ahead this weekend, which is fantastic. Again, we'll meet, I'm sure, on Thursday night, and. We'll do another preview of both meets, mate. It's been a been a dream so far. Um, keep riding us. We're, we're coming, all right? We're coming. Me and Jacko, the second again boys are coming. Hopefully not too many more seconds, but if they are, it will make sense. Um, perfect. Any last words? Definitely stick with us, boys. We'll be second up. So the second again boys will be second up come Saturday. So don't you worry. Stick with us. Perfect. Good on you, Jacko. Cheers.